Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Stop what you're fucking doing. Here we are back at it once again. The largest podcast on planet Earth about nonsense. I am Chris Cass from Mount Phil Model Works, joined by my co-host. Roy, the one-eyed, willy, psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. You know him. You love him. He gets everybody else to do his work so it looks good. That's right. Roy Scott! This is the Axe and Iron Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We have a giant, a huge, a phenomenal announcement for you right here, live. You're hearing it first before anybody else. There's never been a post about it. Roy's wife said it was okay to sleep with him. (laughs) You're a fucking idiot. God. You're such a fucking idiot. I'll be at Blade Show in Atlanta. Yeah! Oh, yeah. You could find me wandering around aimlessly for about five minutes because I'll probably leave because I'll be probably. totally uninterested. <laughs> bored, bored, bored. I will be there in Atlanta. I'm going to make the drive down. I'm going to hang out. You know the kicker that that got me to go? I'm going to be dead honest with you. I know he listens. What? And, uh, will Stelter called me the other night. And oh, yeah. open up the conversation with, so, I'll see you at Blade, right? <laughs> and I said, no, you won't. And then he proceeded to guilt, trip, your the arm. Crap, guilt trip the crap out of me. Good. And, what, was uh, his, what was his argument? It's fun. That's all no, he said. He said no. it's fun. You have a good time. He said, Roy will be there. No. I'll be there. And I'm like, I know. More the reason why not to go. Fuck off. Dude, the list is forever long. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. I'll be there. I'll hang out. So what's your time? Say hi. I'm going to get there whenever you get there. So I'm getting there Thursday. Yeah, I'll be there Thursday then. All right. Okay. Yeah. It's like a 12. What, let me see. What it, where is this place actually at? That would probably start with that. I have no idea where it it's is. It's in Hotlanta at the yeah. Cobb Center. C-O-B-B. Cobb Center in Atlanta. Yep. It's actually like north of Atlanta, which is good that you don't have to go all the, the way to the Cobb into... Galleria Center. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That is a uh, 670 mile trip. Yeesh. Be there in. Oh, that's an easy drive, man. Right down 81, right through Knoxville. I'll be there in nine hours and 40 minutes. So make it 10 hours. Whoa. See in, so. See in 10 hours. Dude, yo. yo. I'm going to be going through Knoxville. Well, duh. I mean, Louisville and everything's like right above Knoxville, right? Don't you go uh, through like Louisville to get out of your no, place? No, I just oh. go straight down 75. Oh, okay. Out of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay, yeah, I'm going to leave here. I'll leave here Thursday early morning and try to shoot to be there Thursday afternoon. Like I'm saying we we might be able to link up in Knoxville. I'm not meeting you anywhere prior. I got I got to spend the weekend with you, you know. All we're right. Gonna, we're going to share a room with each other and cuddle. All right. Your wife's Hopefully. got her own bed. We got our own bed. Oh, it's gonna be good. fucking idiot. <laughs> Hopefully, we get upgraded to the freaking suite and we get the ambassador freaking treatment. So, cool. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yep, it'll be fun. Thursday to I'll probably leave out of there Sunday. Yeah, Sunday morning. I'm gonna leave early Sunday morning, but I'll be there Friday, Saturday. Say hi. Say Dude, hello. I'm. I I'll know you're not be, excited. I know you're not excited, but I I'm am very excited. Can't you hear it in my voice? I'm I can beyond hear it. thrilled. Yeah. Now you sound like Tony Woodward. So this will be the one, <laughs> probably the only year I'll go. So you um, don't fucking know. You're going to go and be like, dude, I'm going to that next year. I don't know. So about fucking that. fun. It'll be Stop. cool to see. Uh, you're being a fucking like ninny. No, it'll be cool ninny. to see you're everybody's not- stuff in person. I guess you see all this stuff online. Now I can see how shitty it is in person too. Oh. So <laughs> you just have a bad attitude all, all I fucking just, around. I can't get in the knives, man. It I don't, I don't care. It about doesn't knives get either. me. It doesn't get me excited in the least bit. It's like, Chris, we're going to a stamp collecting convention. Would you like to go? It's like the same. I get the same amount of enthusiasm. If we were going to watch the fucking dog show or something <laughs> like it's like you're terrible uh, anyway yeah i'll be there I'll good say hello i'll probably have some stickers um maybe i'll get some action iron stickers before i go i'll have some uh, metal metalwork stickers maybe i'll have some bottle openers if you don't have bottle openers in your back pocket you're a big fat i'm not gonna dummy. have them in my back pocket because they're heavy as shit but if you want to buy a bottle opener i'll probably bring like five bottle openers because i know all, all you all you people love to get fucked up there 
How much are you going to sell um, them for? They're exactly what they are on, when I sell. They're 100 bucks a piece. Yeah, there you go. 100 bucks yeah. a pop. Just yeah. Putting it out um, there in the world. Come, come with a $100 bill. Come with a $100 bill and pay for my gas. There you go. That's it. Because Roy is paying for my room, and I told him the only way I'll go is if I have a place to sleep. And Roy was kind enough. Actually, I shouldn't say Roy. Roy, no, no. Roy will let me sleep with him no matter what. And his, <laughs> you fucking his wife, on the other hand, was like, yeah, yes. it's cool. She's the saint in all of Brit, this. I can't wait to meet you, Britt. I'm so excited. I'm more excited to meet your wife than I am <laughs> to see your ugly face. That's fair. That's completely <sighs> fair. Anyway, yeah, it should be fun. See you in Atlanta. This will be coming out on Friday? Probably Friday, yeah. Probably Friday. So if you're hearing this on Friday, I'll see you in a couple days. I'll be there. Yeah. Stop hounding me about it. Stop DMing me. All that <laughs> horse shit you guys do to convince me. I'll be there. Good. Like I'm driving my truck. You'll see my white fucking Dodge truck in town. Yeah, so, on a know. on a rollback, freaking get no way. to the shop. Actually, the reason we're late recording right now is I went and got some parts for it. I had a check engine light come on. It's EGR valve, nothing. I've put like three of them on that truck before mm. because the gas continuously gets shittier and shittier on this planet. And um, yeah. And it's fucking so, it up. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's like once a year I got to put one on it. But um, anyway, I'll do that. And uh, we'll be good to go. Everything's all I'm, good on my truck. That motherfucker's made for the road. So, dude, I'm telling you, I'd just I'd go and get an economy car. No, like, I'm totally uninterested. Two hundred dollars. No, I'm good. And, and and they'll get it back and be like, Mr. Cash, this this thing has like two thousand more miles on it. What the fuck did you do? You're like, down to, I think down to you get, back. I don't even know how. Shit, the last time I rented a car, I was in. Um, me and my wife drove to Texas for the foraging competition in 2018, I think. And I got this Camry, right? Mm-hmm. I swear Camry. And it was the first time that I had driven a car with lane assist. Oh, I and hate it. For it's anybody who doesn't know what lane assist is, it is if you drift left or right to the line, the wheel jerks you back into the center. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. That it's it terrible. had this feature. So, if anybody who's been in South Texas on the back roads, the speed limits are 75 miles an hour, where <laughs> everywhere else, I'm not lying. When you leave the Austin airport, the highway sign says speed limit 85. Everything on the back roads is 65 plus. Where wow. everywhere else on the planet, it would be like 35 tops. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And they barely have fucking asphalt down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm driving down this road. I'm probably doing 50. And I'm like... This is a brand new fucking camera. What the fuck is wrong with this car? Something's yeah, yeah. wrong with this car. And I know I know enough about fucking way vehicles work. And I'm like, the power steering rack in this thing is fucked up. Like, something's getting ready to happen. <laughs> well, it's like, what are you talking about? This thing's got like a thousand miles on it. I'm like, I don't care. Something's fucking wrong with it. Sure enough, I'm like fucking looking. And all of a sudden, she's like, what's it doing? I said, fucking wheels like jerking out of my hand. It was dangerous. And then I would like counter steer it. Yep. To react, yep. and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I realize there's a button on the dash for mm-hmm. fucking lane assist, and I'm like, who the fuck can't keep – well, I know who the fuck. I guess it's like a fucking – if you're fucking impaired driver and you, you want to get home safely, your car does it for you. It keeps you in the center, but either way. That was the last rental car I had. I think that was all part of the package of flying and all that shit, so I don't even know how much a rental car is anymore. I hate all that shit. So whenever I get into my wife's car, I have to turn it all off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told that story a couple weeks ago. You shut I, every every button off. It's terrible. Power down. Power down. Yeah. Like whenever I get in a car, I want to drive the fucking car. That's it's just that simple. So yeah, cars are completely different. That's why I continuously drive my old truck. And I'll be driving an older truck. We haven't even talked about. Oh, seriously, hit me on that. I got a 1952 Dodge pickup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an old farm truck that I was trying to get off my buddy Dave. Shout out Dave. I've been friends with Dave for 20 plus years. And um, I wanted to buy this truck. Like we figured it up. It was like back in 2013. I started to hound him about this truck. He bought mm-hmm. this thing for his kid. Him and his son were going to do a, a full-blown restoration on it as his kid got older or whatever. And then his kids started chasing girls and went and got an education and said, fuck that truck, dad. Yeah. So – he finally, one day we're eating lunch and uh, he says, you want that old Dodge? I said, yeah, but I'm not paying what you want for it. <laughs> he says, says no, nah, I'll tell you what. He says, when I get, he's building a uh, 
kind of like a man cave barn style shop. And he's like, yeah. when I get my shop done, he says, I want to forge an anvil, the tools to go with it. Okay. okay. I'm listening. He said, well, I'll trade you straight up. And I was like, Deal. okay, let's go, baby. So anyway, he brings a truck over. It's fucking awesome. It's been sitting in this field where he mm-hmm. put it probably like thir- 2013. So however many, 10 years ago. And, um, the motor's locked up. He doesn't know that, which is fine. Ooh. He wasn't like selling me some lemon or whatever, but it has a flathead six-cylinder Chrysler engine. So for anybody that knows anything about old school shit, this engine used to be in air compressors, generators, wow. uh, concrete mixers. Like this was the industrial yeah. bulletproof, minimum maintenance, no bells and whistles, like distributor, and that's it. <laughs> like there was no fucking this, – this motor has two wires running to it to make it run. Oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, anyway, I get Matt in it. Fucking motor's locked up. Matt's like, what are we going to do? So we're going to get this fucking thing running. So it's three-speed on the tree, three-speed yep. manual, which is kick-ass, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, put it in low gear. I'll get behind it and push it. You just keep popping the clutch. Bam, bam, bam. Just putting that pressure on the motor. Breaks loose. Pow! Really? Yeah. All the shit starts flying out. I oh, took all the spark shit. plugs yeah, out. Filled it up with um, PB blaster and automatic transmission fluid down on the cylinders. Mm-hmm. Pull all the plugs back in. Boom, breaks loose. My father-in-law comes over the next day. He's like, let's get this thing running. He's fucking with it. Five minutes. Fires it up. No way. Fucking runs like a champ. Quiet. Just like, doesn't miss a beat, man. So the only thing I have to do to it is um, it's got a single master cylinder, which is like old school shit. Yep. No power brakes. It's just basically a right, metal drums rod. Drums up front too, right? Drums front, rear, all around. Yeah. yeah. Metal rod goes into a cylinder, pushes a plunger. Gives your yep. brake fluid. That's it. So if you're have a brake failure back in the day, it's all gone. That's it. That's it. Um, so I want to drive this thing exactly the way it was off the showroom floor. Everybody thinks I'm nuts because they're like, I'm like, look, guys are driving these things all around back in the day. Truck, fucking construction crews. You know yep. those trucks like built America. Sure. And America. And I'm a. Uh, I want to fucking drive that thing just the way it was. So I got to put a master cylinder in it. Put um, I'm gonna take the bias ply tires off and just put radial tires on because if you've ever drove anything with bias ply, I've not. It's like okay, so you want lane assist when you're driving <laughs> bias ply tires. So for anybody who's unfamiliar, the difference between radial tire and bias ply for the layman's like real short term is modern tires have steel bands in them mm-hmm. and that keep the tire kind of conformed all in the same shape. Bias ply tires do not. So basically, whatever wiggle you get, pothole you hit, the tire mm-hmm. just kind of bends and flexes and goes any way it wants to Ooh. until you straighten out. So anyway, I'm going to put modern tires on it and fix the brakes, and that's pretty much it. I'm going to bolt it. the fucking body together, fucking scotch bright it up, clear it, put my really? logo on the side. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to run it just like it is. It's got a big old fat horsehair bench seat in it. Like one of those ones you sit on and it just springs like crazy and yeah. it's super comfortable. Yeah, I'm putting that on. It's like the starter's on the floor. The starter's kick ass, so it doesn't have a key. You just basically push this rod in on the floor, uh-huh. which engages the starter manually. Yep. So it pushes the contact to the battery, which there in turn pushes the gear out and hits the flywheel. So it's like, you know, two two mechanisms to make the car the truck start. But it's just fucking badass. I'm gonna build a steel bed for it where it had wood before mm-hmm. cool old truck man fucking bad to the bone rat roddy looking fucking old farm truck and i just want to drive it around town drive it to auctions drive it to pick up steel drive it to local events 1952 that's awesome pickup. oh it's so cool but what's, uh, amy, what's amy think about it she loves it oh it's even better first day we got it she was like that would look so awesome with flowers in the bed Oh, I'm like, oh, what? You know, people do like the yard <laughs> yeah, yeah, old yeah. trucks. I'm like, get out of here, lady. This thing's awesome. <laughs> but uh, she looked inside of it. And she's like, damn, this is actually going to be really cool to ride around. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, like, perfect weather, spring and fall, you know, I wouldn't be rocking it in the summer because it's like hot. It's as, too hot. Yeah. Hot as nails inside there. But a lot of them old vehicles, too, don't have, they have zero insulation. So you just feel like all the heat off the motor and all that shit. So, yep. It's yep. really interesting, too. I was crawled up underneath of it because I'm still trying to figure out how it works and everything. And the emergency brake is a band of leather that when you pull a rod, this band of leather goes right around the drive shaft and grabs the drive shaft. What? Yeah, so that's your emergency brake. 
Oh, dude, that's I've never it's seen pretty, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So it's got these little. You literally pull this rod, and this rod squeezes these two bands of leather right on the drive shaft, and that's wow. all factory. So for the most part, um, with the exception of Dave like tearing it down to get it ready for restoration, this truck's never been fucked with. It's so cool that inside of the door, driver's mm-hmm. side door, has every fucking oil change sticker in it. No way. All the Kendall oil shit. Yeah, from like the last one that I can kind of make out is like 1977, and it had 44,000 miles on it. No way. So, yeah, it's got all of them, like all the way from 52 to fucking on up. They used to use like Kendall oil and, you know when they used to go get their oil changed and yeah, there's all kinds of little so how, things. How did your buddy get it? He just bought it from some guy. And he that guy was it. probably the original owner. Probably maybe. the original owner. Yeah. He's, I got that title and everything with his name on it. And, um, yeah. So now it's mine. Thank you, Dave. Much love. Dude, that's that's a, that's really freaking cool. Matt didn't believe it. I put a little video on Instagram when we first got it running. Matt's like, there's no way, dude. You're not getting this thing running. Because it just looked like your typical yep. bar and find. And I'm like, I bet you we will. And day and a half, had it rocking. That's fucking amazing. So, so what about, like, uh, body condition and frame? Is it how rotted The frame is, is perfect. Fuck with the you. exception of a little bit of, like, surface rust. Like, yeah. I can take a sander or a little wire wheel and just yeah. stuff. it's mainly you know what what's funny is i think you know how green moss grows on shit yeah i think that kind of acted as a protector for <laughs> oh, it shit. because it got it has like this film of like kind of greenish gray moss all over the frame the body is fine like it's got these cool frankenstein panels damn am i boring you son no you tired you need to get some rest the the body has these cool uh like frankenstein panels stitch welded onto it where like mm-hmm. over the years I don't know if it was rust because the body, like old trucks and old cars are made out of real steel, like real thick gauge steel, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got these panels like stitch welded all over it that just add to like the the coolness of it, you know? Yeah. So it was like, it might have been a rust hole. Fuck, it could have been a bullet hole. Who the fuck knows? But, <laughs> but for the most part, the body's pretty kick ass. I'm going to I'm gonna bolt the whole thing together. Like I said, I, I got to make a frame for the bed. I'm going to put a steel bed in it as opposed to the wood and just rock it the way it is. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, it'll it's be really fun. Cool. It'll be fun, man. But uh, that'll probably be like, you know, we got it running and everything. I know the motor's good. I got to buy some parts and just get some free time. So, like, through the summer, I'll probably just work on that. You know, it's like I'm not in any hurry to get it. Yeah, just get piddle it up around. And run. Yeah, just piddle around with it, tinker when I have some free time. Yeah. And uh, same thing with my boat. I want to fucking gut it. I'm going to put new panels and shit in my boat um just because i redid the wood and everything like 10 years ago and it's finally starting to fucking crap out got some soft spots in it so got a couple little projects i'm gonna do this summer um this weekend i'm going snakehead fishing snakehead fishing yeah we're going snakehead fishing with our friends jerry and uh carolyn um yeah so that should be fun i didn't know y'all had snakeheads up there we have a massive abundance of snakeheads. I thought that was just to like the, down in Florida. Oh no, we have tons of snakehead here. Invasive to the point where DNR fucking kill them. Yeah, yeah. Well, DNR, um, you know, they tried to put a stop to it probably seven, eight years ago, and then it just became like they just took over. Yeah. And um, they're, I'm not too up on it, but it doesn't seem to be affecting our ecosystem too much, with the exception of the abundance of them. Because we have a lot of predatory fish as well, like the blue catfish is here, the Arkansas blue catfish, which eats fucking everything and doesn't mm-hmm. stop growing. Um, but uh, for the most part, yeah, it seems like they've kind of integrated into our ecosystem around Maryland and everything fairly easily. And um, they're actively catching them to where DNR put out an email last week uh, encouraging people to catch them. They're catching big ones, too. Are they so, encouraging them to, like, kill them? Yeah, you're not allowed to put them back. You okay, good. You can't put them back in the water now. No, they don't want anybody putting them back. But there used to be a time where there was a bounty on them mm-hmm. where they would give you like Bass Pro uh, gift cards and stuff. At yeah. the one marina we went to, it was like they showed you how to bleed them out and everything and take them back in. And the harbor master would give you a $20 Bass Pro card for every one you bled out. So, but back then we they were hard to catch. What? <laughs> I'm just thinking of a fucking story that oh. happened. But now uh, there's a couple spots locally that they're pretty abundant in. There's a lot of people catching them to where DNR put out an email last week of 
showing all these pictures of these kids, little kids, 10 year olds and stuff catching these like 30 inch snakehead, man. Good grief. That's big. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the thing about snakeheads is they get really long, but they don't get very heavy because they're mm. slender. They're kind yeah. of a slim fish. Not real girthy. Yeah. So like a 35 inch, uh, I think the state record is only 30 pounds right now. And the fucking thing is massive. It's like wow. 42 yeah. inches or something, but it only weighs like 30 pounds, which is still a big fish. But still. yeah, it's a big What's your what's your story? You're giggling to yourself about what happened. I just, I just what happened what? to the Kentucky Kramer, as our buddy Jeff Fader says. I thought I was the Kentucky Seinfeld. Same thing, Kramer, yeah. Seinfeld, whatever. Fuck. So, um, sam- uh, salmon and steelhead fishing out uh-huh. west. Uh huh. You're only you're only whatever the area that I was fishing in in Idaho uh, was the Clearwater River. It's a tributary right. of the Snake, which is a tributary of the the um, Columbia. Anyway. Fucking salmon and steelhead would run up there, and you can only keep hatchery fish. And the way to identify hatchery fish versus a native fish was the adipose fin, the little, the little fatty fin on the very back. If it, oh if yeah, it, yeah, yeah. If it had a fin, it was a native fish because in the hatchery, whenever the fish were born, they just cut it off with a razor blade and it healed. Ah, okay. And same with same thing that you're talking about. If you catch, if you catch one of those fish, you got to kill it. Yeah. And so I get into this stupid argument with one of my coworkers and I'm like, I'm not going to take a fucking rock or a billy club to a fucking fish. Yeah. You, you see people doing it and they're like, you know, fish clubs or whatever. And like the fish is like spazzing out and like flipping all around. And uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I was like, I'm just going to take a 22 and pop it right in the face. And he was like, you can't do that. And I was like, well, I'm killing the fish. Why can't I do it? And he's like. Because you're shooting a gun by all these fucking people. And I was like, I'm calling fucking DNR. I'll, yeah. get, to the bo- I'll get to the bottom of this. So I call DNR and I'm like, yo, uh, if I catch one of these fish, can I shoot it in the face? And they're like, what? Why would you want to shoot the fish in the face? And I'm going, all right, straight up. If you had the choice, would you rather get hit in the head with a fucking rock, or a yeah. billy club, or a fucking 22 lights out? And he was like, I'm not saying you can't do it, but I strongly advise against really? shooting fish around other people. He's like, mm. that's just not very normal. I'm going, that's not the fucking point here. It's either yes or fucking no. Can I do it or can I not do it? And he's like, technically, yes, it's not against the law, but you're just asking for problems. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny that you could shoot, shoot the fish in the face. <laughs> Could you imagine someone doing that though? You're like looking over at fucking, you know, Johnny Dick Sucker over there, and he's got the fucking fish, and he's like holding a fucking gun to the fish yeah, yeah, yeah. face. We ran into that. Me and my buddy we used to go to this uh, bridge and fish off this bridge at night for catfish. And one day we rolled, or one evening we rolled up there early, sun was just starting to go down, and these kids are catching carp and putting M80s in their in their mouths. Oh my god! Yeah. Fucking savages. Yeah, they were just blowing them up on the bridge. They were drinking, oh, having a good god. time. We just let them do it. It's like nobody gives a fuck about carp. They're yeah. fucking trash fish anyway. But they're Another sticking M80s species. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They pulled them up on the bridge, and we kept hearing a like it oh, blow up. And then they, ah, ha, 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 they'd all be laughing. The girls were like, "You're, you're disgusting." We're like, That's... "We all doing." So we walk out there, like sticking firecrackers in their mouths. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's horrible, but funny. Funny. Yeah, it's funny. I watched a kid throw a, I was at a family reunion once. I'll never forget this. And you know, those slate rocks that kind of break off and they're Mm -hmm. flat, you know, it's like there was a herring. I don't remember what state I was in at the time, but there was a herring like by a Creek. And I remember this little kid, like say he's probably 10 or something like that, picks up the slate rock and throws it like a Frisbee and it hits this herring in the neck. Oh God. Fucking dude, you know, like, Harry's got like a two foot neck. Yeah, it hits it, and you just hear this, Argh! and then it's gone. It just falls into the water and disappears. Oh, we, we all looked at each other like, "Oh my, dude's God. a ninja!" Yeah, dude. <laughs> totally random. Totally wow. random. One of those things you'll never be able to duplicate or do again. But I'll never forget that he hit this herring, and the whole time we're like, "That kid's gonna get in so much trouble." But I don't think anything ever happened. That it never became of it was fucking funny though. Anyway, how's the uh everything all ready to go then for you to Atlanta? I, uh I'm like ninety-eight percent there. I got right today is the last day for leather work. I'm all I gotta do is just glue and assemble and freaking 
uh, peen over and finish them out. And then I have to fucking stamp everything. So I didn't stamp any of Ward's axes yet. So I've got like, I'm taking like 50 axes down there. So 26. Just, oh my God. 50. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about just the leather you have to stamp or the wood well, or what? The, the handles. Oh, the handles. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, you got, I, I, I want to go through and look at all of every, like, I just want to make sure that everything is like tip top perfect, you know, just oil everything up and make sure yeah. all the edges are nice and shiny and perfect. And then it's your favorite thing, stare into the camera and oiling things up. No, I'm not going to put this on camera. It's just like stupid bullshit stuff, you know? I hear you. Um, so all that stuff, like even if it takes one minute per fucking piece, that's, yeah. that's an hour and it's not going to take one minute. So there's a lot of work. Just a lot of time in like yeah. shit, final, final prep stuff. Just make sure everything's like tits McGee perfect. So, um, you know, in the, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I can do that in a fucking day. I'm just going to fucking play some guitar today. I'm gonna, I, I've gone down this fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan rabbit hole. I don't even like the fucking dude. I've oh, never... dude, I went down that too. I went down that. You know what? The buddy got me on Pink Floyd. He got mm-hmm. me on Stevie Ray, and I just started going down these guitar solo. We were talking about that on the phone yesterday when that five minutes. why did why did we call each other you called me or i called you i can't remember i think i called you yeah no no you called me because i said you interrupted me in the middle of my chorus oh yeah 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 you were (laughs) and then i started saying i said i didn't even let you talk i said you know what a good piece of music is you ever listen to the guitar solo at the end of all (laughs) and you were like yeah "Yeah, dude but stevie ray vaughn same thing i never liked it but then musically though exactly listen to it and you're like damn okay now i see what the hype is about there are so many freaking guitarists now that i can truly appreciate because i'm terrible at playing guitar and you know it's just whenever you look at the mechanics of it it's so fucking simple it's like two to three or four notes away from each other yeah but it's the the creative phrasing that they come up with and the repetitive patterns like on top of themselves that make it so freaking difficult to play. And you know how you get a fucking song in your head and you just can't get it out of your head? Oh, yeah. I've got this freaking melody in my head that isn't fucking anything. And every time I practice, that melody just kind of comes out. So whenever I hear Stevie Ray Vaughan or fucking Jimmy Page or whoever, fill in the blank, I'm like, I could fucking do that. And then I pick up my... <laughs> and then I pick yeah. up my guitar and it's like my fingers turn into spaghetti or something. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. and then last night, oh, I sent a fucking text to my wife. I was like, I'm taking a shower. I'm going to bed. I practice guitar and it sucked. And I mean, I just, I just got into a fucking zone where I fucking hated playing guitar and like nothing was fucking clicking. Nothing was like, lining did you up. take a cold shower? I did not. Maybe you I should have taken a cold shower, man. It would have snapped you in the fucking. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! No, I just wanted to go to bed and just fucking end the day. I was just mad last night. I've been night. doing two a days now. Two a days, man. I do two, How, how's two, it coming? Two, I fucking love it. I can't say enough about it. For anybody who's doubting me, just start doing it and don't stop. Every morning I go, get in there, motherfucker. Go. Don't even <laughs> touch the water. Just go. How I long is your morning shower? I'm getting up to like just like a normal routine shower now. Doesn't doesn't it's what's I'm the over normal, like ten like minutes, four, five minutes? No, five minutes, yeah. Five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. Yeah. I have no hair, so it's not like I'm yeah. in there scrubbing a bunch of stuff, you know? And uh but anyway, yeah, I'm in there I'm in there for like a normal shower now. It feels normal. Matt's still adjusting though, but to me I'm like <laughs> I told him I said, You gotta do two days, man. I said two days it starts to bring some normalcy to it. Like the first one in the morning is just like fucking let's go, baby. Let's fucking go. Dude, I don't care how groggy you are, like how tired, whatever hurts on you, how asleep you are, you know, you got a headache, blah, blah, blah. Get in there, everything disappears. Man, I wake up some mornings, I'm like, God, what's wrong with my back? What did I do yesterday? I lifted something wrong. I get out of that shower, I feel like I could run a mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And like I said, whether it be mentally, honestly, I think it's physically because I'm hyping myself up. But then when I get out, I genuinely feel... Better. Like my wife puts her hand on my head the other night when I get out of the shower, just give me a hug or whatever. She's like, you are freezing. I know. I said, I know, baby. I said, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like seven o'clock at night. And I'm like, yeah, it's working. Got that so, magic sauce. It feels good. It feels good. I am a, I am a 
big fan of it now. I was like, total bullshit, you know, skeptical. Yeah. Of course, you're going to be skeptical about something you don't do. And now that I do it, I'm like, yo, this is it right here, dude. I just wake up like blood pumping. My idiot friend JC called me after listening to that last episode. Yeah. And he's like, all right, here's the trick. You take uh-huh. your normal shower. Nah. And then you start turning down nah. the fucking temp. Don't do that. Until you get freezing cold. It's like, you know, cooking a lobster. You don't yeah, fucking... yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I always think about? I think about, like, you ever been to the beach a lot? No, I fucking no. hate the beach. That's, all right, maybe we talked about this. But anyway, there's some places where when you go to the beach, you know, you kind of have like a, you probably seen them like on boardwalks and stuff. They have showers. You can rinse all the sand off. Oh, yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you go back to your hotel. Mm-hmm. Well, that water is like ice. Just normal water. Not it's heated just at all. It's normal water. It's not heated at all, no. But a lot of times, nine times out of ten, everywhere you go, you get out of the ocean. Say it's the middle of summer, July, you're on vacation, whatever. The ocean's like 80 degrees, nice feeling, you know, and you get out mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, refreshed. Well, you go to that shower, you're like, God damn, this is cold. <laughs> you know, to wash the sand off. I think about it like that. I think about like I'm on vacation. I had this, I was hot as shit like 10 mm-hmm. minutes ago. And now I'm going to take this freezing cold shower. It's going to like cool my whole body. Because in the dead of summer, mm-hmm. you know, that's what one thing I was talking to Ed, the whole the guy that got me on this whole thing is like in the dead of summer, it was nothing for me to come in after day's work and turn that thing on freezing cold and just stand there and, you know, like yep. get your body temperature down and everything. But now I do it and I'm like, just go. Don't touch the water. That's the biggest mistake you can make. Don't put your hand in the water like as it's coming out of the shower head because yeah. you're like, you, in your mind, you already—it's like dipping your toe in a pool to see if it's cold. All like, right, fuck so, that! I'm not swimming in that shit. So what I do? You literally, put your just get in. Why don't? Get in, why don't? Why don't, don't you stand in the tub? No shower. Turn, shower turn, turn it on, then pull the fucking plunger thing up. You could do that too. Yeah, same and thing. And it just fucking hits you right in the face. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. I, I think it's uh, it's working for me though. I feel fucking great, dude. And the evening ones are better too because. Like, the morning gets you fucking wound up and ready. Yeah. The evening one, see, he told me don't do it in the evening because you're trying to wind your body down in the evening, right? Yeah. Like, and taking the cold shower, get your cardiovascular pumping, get your heart going, get your blood pumping. In the evening, what I feel like, you ever get these, like, the what do they call it, like, the three o'clock, like, slump? That's know, my like, life. but you know you're like ramped up past lunch and everything maybe you grab a sandwich or bag of chips and have a soda or water or whatever then like three o'clock you're kind of yeah you got got nothing left in the tank i'm a lazy piece of shit well it's like well that that's how you feel because that's an hour before quitting time you're right right. so i'll come in my wife gets off at four i'll come in I hang out with her for like an hour, and then I decide, am I going back to work, or am I going to sit in the house and chill, or are we going out for dinner, or maybe we're going to go take a ride somewhere because the weather's nice, and yep. then I'll take another shower, and I'll be like, let's go! It feels like the day Do something. Again. Yeah, well, it, what I was getting to is like that 3 o'clock slump doesn't really happen anymore. I don't feel like this lull of like, oh, you've got new energy, because I just like fucking go in the shower, take it out, like snaps you out of whatever slump you're in, you know? Maybe I need to start doing that. Yeah, dude, it, it's working for me. I'm telling you, and I'm not. I'm not a fucking pillar of health over here. Like no. I said before, this fucking body runs on chocolate and bullshit, <laughs> and those showers are like getting me fucking. Amped All right. Up. How much chocolate do you consume? Honestly, you I, don't, I don't. I don't eat. I don't eat any chocolate. Ever. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I think I have like a piece a week or something. Maybe I'll have like a Reese cup or some shit, you know, but I'm not like <laughs> chocolate. I don't know why. It's just a good, it's a funny reference. I don't know. Just think about a body running on chocolate, <laughs> chocolate and spaghetti sauce over here. Oh dude, don't even get me started it's, on pot. That's funny. my fucking weakness. My wife, my wife goes like Matt's showing her a knife the other day and she makes the motion like she's going to stab me in the leg with it. Mm-hmm. So don't stab me in that leg. Spaghetti sauce might come out. <laughs> oh, and listen, sake. listen. So what a what a picky bitch I am with my food. You know I'm picky about food. She goes, yeah. well, that's a lie because you don't even like sauce on your spaghetti. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm a butter noodle guy. Butter or, noodles and just a little a bit child. of pepper. I'm a literal a child. child. Am I though? Am I? Yes. I think I'm more yes. refined than a child. Only fuck's sake no just you're give me not. the butter noodles i don't need all the tomatoes and the fucking just Dude, the so my, my sisters and i whenever we get together it's just like a huge shit show and we're all fucking loud and joking around and i remember one of the last time we were talking like whenever so we ate fucking 
pasta a lot because it's, uh-huh. it's really inexpensive. You get some freaking ground up hamburger, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you're really fucking destitute, you, you fucking forego the hamburger and it's just fucking marinara sauce all the time, like straight ragu sauce. And right. that, that's what we had a fucking lot. And it, you would think that with consuming that much fucking spaghetti as a kid that I would not like it. But my sister and I, we both fucking love pasta and we both say the same thing. Like the 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 pasta is just the fucking the fucking uh what did we fucking say? It's just it's just the way to get the fucking pasta sauce into your mouth. Right. Like it's just the fucking binder that holds the fucking sauce. You're eating it for the sauce. It's the glue. It is. Yeah. Both said the same thing. I hate spaghetti sauce. I'm what even the, the guy that's like wrong with you. I'm the guy that's like can I get this pizza? Just do like light sauce, though. I don't need like a whole else. Just do light sauce. So what's your fucking go-to then, Mister Fucking Picasaurus? What do you mean for food? Yeah. Give me a banging, banging deli sub. I mean sandwich, like a deli, like a New York deli sandwich. Okay. Like, like from your uh, local bodega. Uh, I don't. I don't have. We don't have any. They're bodegas. bodegas. Yeah. Bodegas, they're, yeah. We, we have zero anything like that where I live. Yeah. So Me anytime too. I drive anywhere else in the country that has a good deli or something, dude, New York, New York is the best for fucking deli food. That's the about it. Best. That's the about it. Best. <laughs> so what's your sandwich of choice? Oh, I'm I'm kind of whatever on sandwich meats and stuff like that. Like I can do a roast beef, turkey. I can do the cat. What's I'm gonna butcher the name? Capicola. Mm-hmm. You know, salami. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Turkey, ham, lettuce. Just, Anything cold cuts sort yeah, of Yeah, I love cold cut sandwiches, dude. Everybody asks me all the time, like, what's your favorite go-to food? Because everybody knows I'm picky. I'm like, give me a good deli sandwich, man. Like, I'm a stickler <laughs> for, like, having a real – but it's so hard to find, like, anywhere. I'm talking about a good deli sandwich. I'm yeah, yeah. About, don't be Subway. telling me to go – don't DM me and say, oh, dude, you go to Jersey Mike's. You can get something. Yeah. I don't, I don't want a sub. First of all, subs got, like – I don't mind a sub every now and then, but you're eating, like, 90% fucking bread. Yeah. All these places are goddamn fucking meat Nazis, and they don't want to put any fucking meat on there. They don't want to put any cheese <laughs> on there. Nazis. You know what I mean? They don't. They put like the littlest yeah, slice yeah, of yeah, cheese yeah. on. They put the thinnest slice of meat. It's like, and then you go to like these mom and pop fucking. Sure. John Ariani has a banger deli sandwich place by his place in Jersey, uh-huh. and uh, I think it's called Kings Kings Deli or Kings something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is, but anyway, and. Uh, Man, you pay like seven bucks for a sandwich, and mm-hmm. that thing comes out, and it's like four inches thick of Jeez. meat and cheese and whatever veggies you want on it or whatever. I'm not a big rabbit food person either. I'll do like lettuce, and that's it. Like, I don't no, like I don't, lettuce on my sandwiches. I don't need tomato and onion and all that other horse shit. The sprouts, like some people put yeah. fucking sprouts and spinach. Like I'm not eating. I don't. I don't want to go out and eat shit off the ground. Um, such but an idiot. I just want the meat and cheese. Like, even when I get a steak and cheese, they're like, oh, you want any fried onions, peppers, tomato? I'm like, meat and cheese. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, good deli sandwich is fucking awesome every now and then. But, like I said, they're hard to find. But anyway. There's, um, there's this place up in Connecticut that we'd go to. And I'd like, oh, shit, we got to go to this fucking deli. Yeah. And uh, I would go up there and... I'd always, I, was, I always get fucking ham sandwiches, not like a sub sandwich or anything. Yeah. And I said, give me one piece of ham. And they're like, what do you mean, one piece of ham? And I was like, a quarter-inch, thick-cut piece of fucking ham. Put it on mayo, tomato, done. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And they did it perfect every time. Yeah. Only place that would ever awesome. get the fucking order right. I don't know why. You ever heard of this place? It's a chain called Potbellies. They're in, like, airports and stuff. Uh-uh. Uh, Pop Bellies is a deli sandwich place. Um, anytime me and my wife are traveling, we always go to fucking Pop Bellies in the airport. And then sandwiches are like $21 or whatever. But it's fucking awesome. Awesome sandwiches. But anyway, yeah. I love a good deli sandwich. I'm not like a fucking give me a big T-bone steak and mashed potatoes. No, I don't give a shit about that stuff. Amy, we go to the same Mexican place every Friday. Kind of Every like, Friday? You're a routine kind of guy. Well, she enjoys... Mexican food yep. a lot. And yeah, I do I'm too. like, she could eat it 24. I like every meal could be Mexican. And I'm like, I- I'm not the big Mexican. Person. But anyway, we found this Mexican joint 
close yep. to the house, new, just opened up. Like, let's go give this place a try. This was a couple weeks ago. Now we're hitting this place every Friday and they know who we are and shit. Yep. Anyway, fantastic. I get the chicken fajitas from there. Mm-hmm. With, they come with them. Basically, you make uh, little street tacos. Yeah, yeah. So I get these corn tortillas. They're just absolutely amazing. Fire food. The onions and peppers and everything is like cooked right there in front of you and everything. But she got a steak and chicken one last week. Okay. The steak was steak was looking pretty good, man. I'm like, you know, it's all sliced thin and everything. She says, "Oh my god, the steak's so good." I'm like, "Damn, it does look pretty good." I was like, "Let me try some." So she gives me a little steak on my taco. <laughs> I was done, man. Couldn't I said, take it. I said, Couldn't. "Damn, that looks so good too," and it just ruined the rest of my fucking meal. <laughs> I hate steak so You're much. Such a bitch. And you know what? The, the flavor wasn't bad. The flavor yeah. wasn't bad. Like, it's the it was texture. A, it's just, man, it, really, like, <laughs> it could be the best tasting shit ever. And I'm chewing this up and I'm like, yep, still like a piece of fucking Goodyear tire to me. God, what is wrong she's with She's like, you? are you kidding me? She's like, that's like tender, you know, and it's still yeah. a little, um, it's not uh, It's not like super well done, but it's not rare either. You know, it's like right in the mm-hmm. middle little tiny little bit of pink and i'm just like yeah it tastes like shit to me but she's over there loving wrong with you i just don't like steak man i'm just not a steak guy so anytime i get taco anytime i go to mexican joint i get freaking carne asada tacos flour tortillas yeah and and hold the onions i I remember we went to uh you remember in 2018 or 19 was it 18 it might have been 18 you me and phil Went to oh, yeah Mexican in and Andrew was Ohio. There too. Was Andrew there? Yeah. yeah. And we all got we, Mexican. Yeah. We got Mexican in Ohio. We all order right off the menu. Bam, bam, bam. And you're like, yeah. Okay. Here's what. Here's I need. what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady's looking at you like, can you just say oh. like number twelve? Yeah, really. There yeah. too. From what I remember, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot about that. We did yeah. a lot to get Mexican. Yeah, that was like the first year you came to. Well, I guess that was the only. Did you come oh. the second year? No, I didn't. Something was going Something on. Something came up, yeah. The, yeah. the first year you went there, we had a blast that year, too. That was 2018, because it was two years before COVID, because I didn't go to the one before COVID. Then it got canceled. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, they, they always look at me weird, like, God yeah, damn Yeah, you man, lay why? out exactly what, yeah. exactly what you... You know what's funny about a lot of... And I, I've heard from uh, some Spanish friends of mine, it's like, say, like... Mexican food doesn't have cheese on it. Like you guys put cheese on everything, yeah. you know, like tacos and all that stuff. Like real Mexican food does not have cheese on it. So yeah. I'm always like, the chicken fajitas come out. I like a little bit of cheese, man. <laughs> and I'm like, of course you do. I'm like this sounds weird, but can I get like a side of cheese? I feel oh weird. God. So they give me like You're a little. You're such a fucking child. They give me a little bowl of shredded cheese, so I make my little street chicken oh fajita tacos. Here you go, Christopher. Here's yep. your cheese. And I get my little my little cheese on there, man. Holy I love God. a good I love a good uh, fajita, a little little good fresh fresh dead bird. Dude, yeah, dude, every time you I go into a Mexican joint without dude. fucking fail. Yeah. Someone is getting fucking fajitas. They're walking so with that good. grilling fucking sizzling fucking hot plate every oh. fucking time. Oh, I love it. You know what? I hate. You know what I hate? I can't stand onions. I don't eat onions ever. But for yeah. some reason, when they're on chicken fajitas and they're sizzling, <laughs> you're such an idiot. I don't know what it is. We're all tearing onion up when it's sizzling like that. <laughs> Oh man, uh, dude, uh, as I'm not a big fan of onions, and yeah. I no, me neither. I, so listen, I'll tell you a fucking onion story. All My right? buddy Dave, he gets his bra. <laughs> we go out to lunch. He's like, "Let me get a burger. Lots of onions. They come out Ugh. raw. Come out raw, not God. even cooked. And they slice them up, put them on a sandwich. He's like, "Oh man, that's so good." I'm like, <laughs> "Terrible." Anyway. So here's my onion. You want to hear an onion story? Let's hear an onion story. How do you have an onion story? Well, I mean, oh, come on. Man. So I'm down in fucking Mexico hanging uh-huh. out with my hanging out with my buddy and his dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is funny about that? His dad, Mr. Escobar, was yeah. letting us. <laughs> but his dad owns a packaging company, and this was an engineer uh-huh. friend of mine. Uh-huh. And so my buddy. He, he he quit being an engineer so that he could be the captain of his dad's yacht that he would take from um, – he'd go up to fucking Bristol Bay up in Alaska and then fucking 
go all the way down to Cabo San Lucas. And he would just go back and forth, back and forth. And his dad would fucking send clients to go hang out with him. Yeah. And so Alex became a fucking boat captain and he invited my buddy, Dave, my fishing buddy. He was like, because Alex was our fishing buddy too. While the short time that he worked with us, we're all fly fishermen. And Alex used to live down in Patagonia. Um, so he fucking, he's like, dude, you guys need to come down stay on the boat. And I'm like, fucking yeah, let's do it, Dave. So right when we get the fucking tickets, I buy my fucking ticket. Yeah. And Dave was like, I can't go. My wife won't let me go. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, she's just a fucking cunt bag. Just fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I can't go. And right. I was like, I don't, I was like, you're better friends with Alex than I am. I don't really feel comfortable spending like a week with this fucking asshole. And he's like, just fucking go. You just stop being a bitch. And I'm like, me, you're being a fucking bitch. Just fucking. Anyway, I end up going by myself and we spend like a week together, whatever. And like this boat is like, it's a fucking yacht. It's got a fucking crane on it with another fucking dinghy. It's got fucking like marble fucking everything. It's like a $50 million fucking boat. No joke. Jesus. This thing is like off the charts. And Alex is fucking with me and whatever. And he's got fucking like hired deckhands. He's got a freaking crew of three people. And we go out out marlin fishing, catch a couple marlin. We go out tuna fishing, catch some tuna. And it's fucking blast, right? And then one day we go out and we fucking... He goes... He fucking... He's like, I don't know, fucking... Jacques Cousteau or something, he gets all his fucking gear on, dives down. He's got a fucking harpoon, fucking, like, trigger. Pretty sure it's a spear. Spear. Whatever. I don't fucking know. He comes down, and he fucking pops back up, and he's got, like, lobsters on these big fucking spears or fucking whatever. And then we we fucking take the dinghy out to this fucking huge boat, like, and gets a whole bunch of fucking shrimp, like, like, fuck, all sorts of fucking seafood stuff, right? And it's got a huge grilling section on the back of the fucking boat. You didn't go in the water with him to get lobster and stuff? No, I don't get in the water like that, dude. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Monster I, soup. No. Dude, like, and we. Dude, how like, could we, you not go do that, though? That sounds so awesome. We caught fucking marlin that were, like, I, that could swallow me. I mean, like, fucking <laughs> huge fish. Trust I, me, a marlin ain't worried about you. Well, I know, but I'm saying perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. ain't the biggest fucking thing in the ocean. I, got you. I, I ain't going in there. Yeah. So then we go back and we're cooking all the food up. And, and you know, we're in fucking Mexico. He's got three Mexican deckhands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we start talking about, well, how spicy do you like it? And I was like, right. I like it fucking hot. And they're like, yeah. no, we're fucking Mexican. We like it hot, hot. And I'm like, bitch, come on, let's fucking bring it. Okay. So we start fucking like dousing up the hottest shit we they can find on the fucking boat, and so it's me against these three other Mexican dudes. But what are fr- we making? What is what are we so, making that's so like, hot? So tuna. So they okay. had all these fucking like spices and stuff, and we okay. we'd put it on the tuna, we'd put it on the lobster, we'd put it oh, on the okay, fucking okay. on gotcha. the on the shrimp, whatever we fucking like. We had a right. whole bunch of stuff. Um, so then like. Two, two of the, the deckhands, they fucking drop off. They couldn't fucking take it, and they're, like, drinking and stuff. And I'm like, and it's me against fucking Pablo or whatever, right? And I'm uh-huh. like, I'll fucking show you, bitch. And then we ran out of fucking the hottest stuff. So he grabs a fucking and onion. And you're, fi- you're fine this whole time. I'm fine, yeah. Okay. And he grabs an onion, and I'm like, I don't like onions. Like, game over. I'm not he fucking bites, He bites it like an he, apple. He bites it like a fucking apple and just chews up this onion. And he's like, Ugh. and I go, you win. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, nope. If you don't eat this onion, we're going to tie you to the mast of the fucking boat. <laughs> and I. So you were hanging out with the You were hanging out with the cartel. I go, what the fuck? Like this just took a weird turn. What the fuck? And they're like, we're gonna fucking tie you up. And I'm like, no, you're not. So I fucking grab this onion and I bite into it and I fucking throw up in my fucking mouth. And before I can put the onion down, the fucking three Mexicans, they tackle me. They fuck like side swipe tackle me. Boom, I'm on the fucking ground. And then they start taking off my fucking clothes. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Stop what you're fucking doing. I am completely naked. They drag me across the fucking boat. Oh, my God. They duct tape me to the fucking mast. 
Then they get a fucking spotlight out, and then they start fucking taking pictures of me. Is this real, or are you full I'm of shit? Dead fucking, why would I tell a fucking made-up story like this? There's no like, way you can make this up. All so you're duct taped to the front of this boat. Yeah, They naked. put a spotlight on you and start taking pictures. Oh, yeah. So why? I, because it was funny. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> no other reason. No other reason, because they're oh fucking my with me. God. So somewhere out there, there might be some pictures surface of me fucking uh, and this baby oh. sperm whale fucking oh. duct taped to the front of the fucking boat. This fucking asshole. So I was, I was like, all right, fucking jokes over. Let me go. Oh no, they didn't. I don't know how long I. How was old there. are you at this time? Oh, this was like. You're 20, like early twenty 20s? years. Yeah, I'm like yeah. mid twenties or so. Okay. So I'm fucking mad. And then, like, Alex, he was just a fucking asshole to begin with. What was your whole point of being in Mexico? Just hanging fishing. out with your buddy? Just hanging go, out with your buddy? Yeah, to go fishing. Okay, you guys specifically went for a fishing trip. Yeah. And you got duct taped to a mast of a boat naked because yeah. you wouldn't eat an onion. Yeah. Because I mean, you lost like, the hot sauce bet, pretty much. No, I, we we tied the hot sauce. <laughs> oh, you tied it. Then okay. it then it just went into the. Then like, it came to the onion. No, the, it came to the onion. dare shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the next morning, I'm just still kind of mad, and I'm sitting, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm and still it, naked. The duct tape hasn't wore off. Yeah, yet. really. All the hair on my arms been ripped off. <laughs> I'm sitting there at the fucking at the bar. I, I I'm like I fucking drag ass up there, and Alex. Took one of those fuck, you know those electrified fly swatters. I do know about those electrified. That fly. fucking dickhead walked right up behind me and tapped it right on the fucking tip Ooh. of my ear, and I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I got all of my shit and I fucking hailed a cab and went to the fucking airport. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck. Go fuck off. I haven't really? Seen, I haven't seen him or talked to him <laughs> since. <laughs> Swear to God. Swear to God. Listen. <laughs> so, going back to the electrified fly swatter. Oh, dude. So, me and my wife's dad, we used to get up real early before girls. I kind of, me and my wife had an apartment, and I would stay, at her, we'd stay at her parents a lot just to, like, hang out or whatever. But anyway, we'd wake up really early, and we'd go fishing together, four or five o'clock in the morning. Yep. Take the boat out, get the boat in by six, and we'd come back around lunchtime. And um, it was about an hour drive back and forth. So we get home from a long day of fishing. It's middle of the summer. Caught a ton of fish. And it's like, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to take a nap. It's nice and cool <laughs> in the house. Right. So it's like mid, it's like a midday. Take yep. a little midday Saturday nap. Little so siesta. Start, yeah, a little siesta. So I start falling asleep on the couch. And I'm in shorts and T-shirt and whatever. And her dad gets up. And those things that just came out. This was a couple yeah. of years ago. And he puts it on my inner thigh and oh pulls the trigger. Oh, my God, no. So I instantly get up out of oh, my dude. sleep. And he's, he is laughing. <laughs> well, no, here's what happened. For some reason, my you lips. yourself. No, my <laughs> lips went numb. <laughs> so Your whatever lips? nerve he hit or something Fuck made sake. my lips go numb. So he's on the other side of the living room dying Just laughing. Dying. Just, and I'm like, you motherfucker. I said, my fucking lips are numb. He's like, your lips are numb. I said, yeah, and he's crying. He's got tears. Oh, my I God. Said, I said, give me that fucking thing. So I start chasing him, and he runs oh, out the shit. back door, and he grabs his fly spotter as he's running out the back door to not let me get it because I'm going to light his ass up with it. Right. And he breaks it over his oh, knee and smashes sake. it into a million pieces. Oh, and he's fuck. still laughing. I'll never forget it. <laughs> He's dying laughing. And the girls, they're out somewhere or wherever. And I wake up and I'm just like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to take a nap by you, motherfuckers. The girls Jesus. come back. He's still, this 30 minutes have gone by. And he knows I'm fucking pissed at him. And we're like brothers, me and him. We're like fucking tight. So I'm like, I'm going to whoop your fucking ass one day, motherfucker. <laughs> so the girls come home and he's still got tears in his eyes. And I'm being quiet and I'm pissed off. or just sitting there watching TV or whatever. And girls come back. Like, hey, what's going on? What's wrong? They're, they know like something's yeah. going on. Her dad just starts busting out laughing. <laughs> and she's like, what did you do? And he goes, I made Chris's lips go numb. And he starts laughing again. 
I'm like, this cocksucker took that electrified fly swatter and put it on my inner thigh. I was like, I was going to murder him. Oh, dead asleep, And you get shocked by that thing. Dude, Dude, that thing is no joke. It's just got a little 9-volt battery in it. But he's laughing. And he's he can't barely talk, and he's like, I watched blue fire jump from the fly swatter. To his <laughs> I was pissed. Dude. To that day, I've never seen an electrified fly swatter around him again because he knows he's gonna get it. Oh, he'll get it. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that's no being duct taped to the mast of a sailboat in Mexico. It's fucking assholes. And then Ooh. a couple of years later, I did see that fucking asshole. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. I, thought, I saw I him on. You have, I saw him on TV. He's on fucking TV. Oh, Fuck. really? He was on the very first season of fucking Ultimate Fighter, the MMA thing, where, oh, like, all oh, those shit. dudes fucking came what up. What was his name again? Alex Schonauer. I can't believe oh. I'm putting that out in the fucking world. Who cares? If he was on TV, he don't care. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's hilarious. Oh, you guys, like, literally not friends ever since then? I've never spoken a goddamn word to him since then. <laughs> How were you friends before? Because he was a co-worker. He was a fucking engineer. Yeah. He's got a fucking weird story, dude. So okay. you want to hear it? I'll, I'll no, I'm good. There's plenty of things. You can look them up online. <laughs> no, but like this is, well, I shouldn't. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, just leave it there. Yeah. Very cool. He's got a cool story. Like, so his dad was a fly fishing guide down in Patagonia. Um, so that's why. You know what he's doing now? Nope. He's an action movie stuntman. There you go. Yeah, there's a whole. Go look him up. There's articles on him. Don't tell I don't, the story. I don't need. I don't need. No, I, I'm not telling the story. Okay, okay. His dad. His dad was a fly fishing guide. So whenever he came up to Idaho and found me and Dave at the fucking at at the the shop that we were working at, he was like, "I fish. I fly fish. Where do we go fishing?" And Dave right. and I were like, "We'll take you fishing." And like we didn't know all this shit about him, and then. Like, awesome, high five, best fucking fishing day ever. And he's like, nah, it's all right. I'm like, what do you fucking mean? And then he'd show us pictures of, like, all these huge fucking rainbows out of all these, like, fucking beautiful glacial-fed fucking rivers down in Argentina. And we're like, okay, you win. You win. No kidding. Yeah. It's it's pretty fucking amazing. That's where he was from, Argentina. Yeah, Patagonia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. But, you know what? That fucking Latin lover was a dick. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, fucking a- fucking asshole. He's been in a total of 20 movies in the past few years. What? Maybe, maybe I should yeah. have stayed friends with him. Yeah. Uh, Does he look he, douchey? No, he looks like a stuntman. Uh, he's done some my, shit for Dave Batista. Really? He's, yeah, he's a pretty big boy. He, yeah, he he was. Yeah. So when I, yeah, he's a... I mean, yeah, built. Pr- pretty built, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, um, what else? What else you got? Anything else? Oh, if you're listening to this, maybe you're listening to this before, maybe you're listening to this after. I just know by coincidence to get released at the same time, but I was on oh, yeah, hit it. Jeff's uh, Full Blast podcast. We had a good time on there. Basically, kind of the same thing, man. Yeah, just shooting the shit. You know, Jeff's a... Jeff's a great guy. He's a great podcaster. He's hilarious. Um, he's a good friend of ours. And um, we talked about you a little bit. There's a great message for you in that episode, which I encourage you to listen to. Um, what? There's a message for me from there, you or from him? From Jeff. And uh, yeah, it's a good episode. So whether you're listening to this first or second. Look, give me uh, some context here. No, you'll have, to look, you'll have to wait like the rest of the people. It'll be out on Friday. I got to listen to a whole fucking thing of you yamming on just to fucking get something about me. It was kind of yamming a little bit, but we have fun. You know, how long, how long is the episode? Oh, I don't know. Hour and a half, maybe? Stop an hour much. and a half? Yeah, maybe two hours. I can't remember, honestly. It's a big difference. Well, when you go with, when you start talking to him, he's an interesting guy. I really like him. We've, you know, we've been friends for a while and he's just uh, cool, but we're just talking shit like, like we do on yeah. here, just a little more serious on there, but, um, no, he's just asking me about the way things go around here and, you know, this, yada, 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 same shit. Same old shit. Things are looking up. We're going to, uh, I talked a little bit about it on there. Uh, Matt and I got some plans for when we get back from Atlanta. Um, there's some other ventures that I'm going to 
dive into shortly that are pretty exciting. Um, I don't want to say anything about them, not for any particular reason, but I've just haven't set my mind to it all the way yet. Um, shout out to the people that are fucking still buying vice stands, which is insane to me. Uh, yeah. I had this gentleman hit me up from, I'm not even gonna say where he's from. doesn't matter. Uh, but anyway, it's like, Hey, I'd really like to have one of those. Where do I sign up? It's like, doesn't work that way when they're on Instagram. <laughs> like, like when they're on Instagram, everybody gets fair shot at them. Here they are. Bada bing, bada boom. Anyway, um, so I did that one. And then I have to roll right into another one. Um, well, that's good, though. Yeah, it's very good. So I'm going to work on that the rest of this week and the week leading up to Blade. Because uh, they take about two weeks to fully yeah the way i want them to be to where they're so, really fucking nice because so, that one whooped my ass so every one of them's different they are get, a little bit different yeah so you get different presses you have different, different bases yeah mm -hmm. and you have and you put obviously the same type of tools but different yes. tools on there yes. so every every layout's a little different so every whenever, layout's <laughs> different every mount the way i mount them is different believe right. it or not i know they may look the same but they are every single one is completely different so because you're doing you've done so many of them do you like i haven't you, done that many 11 i've only done 11. all right you've done more than anyone on the fucking planet i've done so, more than anyone on the planet yes <laughs> so whenever it's <laughs> a good way to put it so whenever you're whenever you get the base do you like instantly kind of conceptualize what it's going to look like or are you just like walk me through what you do yeah i, I do that exact <laughs> thing i look at the dimensions of the bottom of the base i know it's trivial to s listen the reason that everybody loves these things because aesthetically they look good. Yeah, and I'm they do. making them for myself. Right. Because I would want that fucking thing. You right, know what right, I mean? right. Exactly. They just happen to be that people like them that they pay for them now. So, um, yes, I look at the dimensions of the base. I don't actually measure it, but what what's aesthetically pleasing to your eye, you know, is the shelf, the rack. It's it's trivial to talk about at the time, but like when you finalize the piece and you put everything together. It has to make sense. Sure. Like, there's a lot of bullshit out there that's being copied. I'm not saying copied. All I'm doing is fucking putting a drill vice on a drill press base. It's not like rocket science here, but I'm doing it in a way that I would want to do it, you know? There's a lot of horse shit out there that people are doing right now that I get sent yeah. weekly. But um, anyway, yeah, the proportions of the tong rack and the hammer rack uh, match the size of the base. Is it oversized? Is it undersized? Is it too much? Is this too thick? You know, I go through all that shit in my head. You know, it's just like. But that's what makes the final product so that's what makes, good. Yeah, that's what I think makes the final product good. The only thing I I really, you know, I'm only doing four more after this. This is it. I'm going to move on to something else because I want that limited run. I want those people that have paid mm -hmm. the amount of money for them. They're they're not cheap. They're $2,500 plus shipping. Yep. So um, I want those people to know they have like an exclusive product you know this is a thing that i made that i came up with actually the idea came from my buddy kevin we were brainstorming different ideas and shit and he had mentioned it to me but um you know to bring it to life was my thing and um i want people to know that they have something limited yeah. edition thing that i made that's serial numbered and model numbered and has a date on it of when i finished it um yeah it's just a special special kind of thing and i love them and it's really crazy. There's there's going to be two people that have three each now. So six mm -hmm. of them just went to two people. Wow. Yeah. Very honored for that. Um, wow. That's that's really cool. Yeah. And one of those uh, people I'll actually probably get to meet in Atlanta. So really? One of my customers from across the globe is going to be in Atlanta. So. so so that's another thing that's cool about Blade Show, especially for you know, people that are selling knives or meeting yeah, you down get there, to put a you get to meet to the person, yeah, to yeah. the customer, to yeah. the customer, yeah. shake their hand, thank them. You know, like that's really fucking cool and important. Yeah. One thing about what I do that I think everybody does differently or that I do differently anyway, is I don't think of, I'm not set out on this thing to sell a product. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to sell you like some, the bottle openers is one thing that is kind of a product, but this shit, I'm like putting my fucking, everything into it to make it badass you know with these vice stands or just even my vices my power hammers are restored that's one of the things we talked about on full blast was like me standing behind all this shit mm -hmm. at the end of the day nobody's really a customer of mine because i talk to him every day koi for instance baker we talked about him on there yep 
I just spoke with him the other day. He was having a uh, oil leak issue on the, one of the hammers I sold him. I'm like, Hey, you need to check this reservoir. I think you have too much oil. in it. So mm, yeah. anyway, shout out to Coy and them. I can't wait to hang out with them. Uh, they said they're, they're he's bringing the whole crew. It's going to be a oh, party. That's awesome. Yeah. I said, you're getting a table. He said, fuck no, I'm not sitting behind no table and getting trapped all day. <laughs> it is a fucking trap. Yeah. So yeah. for but, everybody but, out there too, some of these companies I work with, do not ask me to work your table. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> because that's already been kind of hinted at. And I'm like, no, no, no. Not, not gonna happening. Happen. Not happening. Chris is going for Chris to hang out with Chris's friends. <laughs> I'll come hang out say what's up. But Yeah. So uh, speaking of companies, I hit up uh, Red Label asking them, like, hey, yo, can you throw some belts on your fucking totes and bring them <laughs> yeah, down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to Nicole, and she was like, it'll just be easier for us to ship them to you. Don't worry about it. And I was like, yeah. are you going to be there? Uh, she was like, no. She jacked up her back earlier this year, and she's not going to be there. Her, her husband, Tony. So last year they had a table, but this year they have a fucking booth. So I'm super excited to see what they're going to do with their booth and everything. And Tony's a fucking great guy. She's um, still not going? I thought she didn't go last year either, did she? No, she went last year. Did she? Oh, okay. Um, but she said she tweaked her back or did something Dang, in like January. Or, yeah. Um, it'll be so, fun to hook up with Tony though. Yeah. I don't know how many people are there taking or what their booth is going to look like. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to see what it's going to be. Cause just last year they had, they weren't even selling product. They just had like shirts and hats and swag stuff to kind of give away or whatever. And oh, just, right ju just to kind of be there. And, you know, it was their first year just kind of checking everything out and, now the second year they got a whole fucking booth and everything. I bet there's, I bet it's gonna be fucking awesome. Shout out to Red Label. Fucking yeah. Love you guys. Seriously. All right, so that's it. I think that's a wrap. We'll see you in Atlanta in one week. Is it one, one week? week? It is one week, isn't one, it? One, yeah. Shiza. A week tomorrow. It's the twenty fourth. Yeah. One week. So tomorrow. yeah, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in a week and a day. If you're listening to this on a Friday, I'll see you. On Thursday. On Thursday. <laughs> Thursday or Friday, yeah. <laughs> right on. Anything else before we go? I don't think we'll uh, record. Oh, maybe we will record before we go. Because we'll have like three days of whatever. Monday, Tuesday, so, Wednesday will be open. So if we record next week, we have to record early enough. Because I like Wednesday's the Oh, like, yeah, for you to put up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So... It'll just, I just need to light a fucking fire. Maybe I'll take a cold shower that Maybe day. Maybe we'll <laughs> record and we'll put some secret message in there. If you listen to this on the way to Blade and you see Roy or I, give us the message. But that'll be next week's episode. And we'll, probably, it, forget, we'll probably forget all about it. Like a decoder message? There. Yeah, give us a little more. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Axe and Iron Podcast. That's a wrap. The Axe You're an idiot. And Iron. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Podcast!